Welcome to the Organizing Confidence Unlimited podcast. I'm Maggie, a busy mom and owner of Organizing CU, a professional organizing business in Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. This podcast is for busy moms who are sick of losing steam and are ready to get organized to gain time for themselves and their families. We will be going in depth on a bunch of organizing topics from paperwork to closets to daily routines. And today we're talking about procrastination. Earlier this month, I did not want to clean out my car. It wasn't a total disaster, just some fingerprints on the windows because mom life and some dust building up on the dashboard. I'd been putting it off for weeks. I had a burst of motivation one day and decided I would take the Swiffer and Windex with a couple of paper towels, spend five minutes just to those two little tasks, just a quick little clean. After the couple of minutes of tackling just those areas, I thought, okay, I just did the dashboard, but I might as well just dust the whole car. I have the duster in my hand. It'll only take an extra minute because the car is not that big. That, of course, led me to, okay, I have the duster in my hand. Let me just do the other car that's right next to here in the garage. It'll only be another minute. That led to, oh, there's just a little smudge on the front windshield, so I'll do that window too. Which led to, which led to, which led to. I ended up coming inside, grabbing the little handheld vacuum to quickly get some dirt that was on the floor. At the end of it, I had two much cleaner cars. How long do you think it took me to do all of these things? Literally 16 minutes total. It took me 16 minutes to do a project I had been putting off for weeks and weeks. It literally takes us less time to choose a show to watch at night. We get like that, don't we? The longer you wait to tackle a project, the worse it gets and the more overwhelming it feels. You make that barrier bigger than it is, and then the worry takes over, and you get stuck right where you are. Today, I'm giving you just six quick tips to help you overcome procrastination and get over that barrier. The first tip is to stop overthinking it. Just jump in and start doing. You can always make adjustments later. This tip is specifically for me and all of my perfectionists out there. I always want things to be right the first time, but that's not real life. For example, for my business, I'm not a website builder, so my business website is not going to be perfect. Instead, just do the best you can the first try, and then you can go back and edit and change what you need to. I do this, like I said, with my website. I put it up as quick as I can, then later I can go back and constantly make adjustments if I need to. I want to just quickly mention that next week's episode is going to be all about perfectionism. So if that's part of your procrastination, make sure you stick around next week and check that one out. Second, procrastination always comes down to wasted time. It's not planning the time you could have and wasting the time that you do have. As moms, our to-do lists are out of control and feel never-ending. You need to prioritize your schedule and remember that you can't do it all at once. The best way to schedule your time is to always plan and organize your next day, making sure all those really unpleasant tasks that you don't want to do are on there. The Squiggly Careers podcast I listened to one time had a great way of setting up your list, and it comes in three parts. There's today, to-do, and to think. 
there's a very short list of things you need to do today. There's an ongoing list of things you need to to do soon and things you might need more time to kind of think about or develop a plan or how to tackle something. For the today, give yourself three to five things you want to get done today. It might be as simple as put dinner in the crock pot, clean mirrors in your bathrooms, and do yoga for 10 minutes. It might be write one blog post, brainstorm future content for your Instagram, and meet with a client. Whatever it is, when they're on your schedule and you don't have a lot of things on your schedule, you are more likely to get them done than if you just have a list of 30 things you need to accomplish today. Tip three was showcased in my story above. Set a timer and see how much you can get done in that short time and see how you feel after that. In the story above, I said five minutes. A lot of times I like to use 15 minutes of what can I get done in 15 minutes. A body in motion is going to stay in motion. So if you set a timer for 15 minutes and you start doing laundry, pick up the living room, do dishes, it's going to be easier to put away the laundry when it's done versus starting the laundry and then watching a couple of episodes of Schitt's Creek on the couch. When I'm done working for the day, I make sure my house is picked up, the dishes are done, dinner started well before I start my social media scroll. I know I'm not going to go back to doing those household chores after I've sat down. And the same thing is going to be true for mental projects you're working on. Once your brain starts writing or working on something, let's say maybe a podcast episode on procrastination, it's able to keep going easier than it is going back and forth with other things. The next tip is about those bigger projects you've been putting off around your home. Maybe you want to declutter your kitchen or kids' toys. You think, oh, I don't have an entire day to do a big project like that. So you end up putting it off until next weekend. Next weekend, you think, oh, I don't have an entire day to start a big project like that. So you put it off until next weekend. Then you think, oh, I don't have. I know you've been there. For those long-term projects, break them up into realistic chunks that you can accomplish in shorter time periods, such as an hour or two. If you have a big term paper due, you don't, or you shouldn't, just sit down the night before and write the entire thing. You should have an outline and start a chapter or a little bit at a time. The same is true with goals at home or in work. If you want to declutter your entire kitchen, start with just a drawer or a cabinet. Take away that overwhelming feeling that's preventing you from starting the project, make a plan, and then just dive in. Tip five is for the people who procrastinate by scrolling and being on their phone. You know who you are, as I raise my own hand. There are a variety of time wasters out there that make an hour pass in seconds, like social media. One of the main ones is going to be the alerts on your phone. If your phone is a distraction and you feel yourself grabbing it all the time every time it makes a little ding, remove notifications and maybe even apps off of your phone. Try for just a few days and see how you feel. If your email is a constant distraction, set times throughout the day to check it and limit yourself to checking it only at those times. You can also set limits on your apps and screen time. Your phone has a variety of ways to limit it, so make sure you're taking advantage of it if you're one of those people who is always reaching for your phone as a procrastination technique. 
My last tip is my favorite one that I love to use. I use procrastination as a way to tackle some of my other projects. I keep a list of things I need to do, one for work and one for home. For my business, it might be outline my next podcast episode, create a video mini training for YouTube, make graphics for upcoming Instagram posts. At my house, it might be wipe down baseboards, vacuum under beds, dust fans. I start doing one of the things on either list. I set a timer and I start doing it. If after the 5, 10, 15 minute timer goes off and I'm distracted or bored or just not interested in the task, I switch to one of the other things on my list. If I maybe don't want to do business stuff today, I go to my household list and tackle one of those things. If I do that for 15 minutes and I'm sick of doing chores, I go back over to my business list. I give myself a little bit of time to get into the project, but if I'm not interested, I'm still accomplishing something that's really beneficial to either my business or my home life. Today, we discuss six ways to combat procrastination. Stop overthinking, schedule your time, set a timer, break up big tasks, put down the phone, and use procrastination to your advantage. Hopefully, using all of these together can help you stop delaying and start doing. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will be back next week to discuss perfectionism. To learn more about Organizing CU in the meantime, or to see what else I've been up to, check out OrganizingCU.com. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Now, let's go get organized.